Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to our September 17th, 2022 edition of the SCL Mortgage Show. I'm Sandy Clough alongside Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. And right off the top of the show, as we customarily do, we'll give you the phone number by which you can contact SCL Mortgage with any mortgage-related questions. 303-790-2222. And myspecialmortgage.com is the website. Larry, you've talked about uh, your uh, house hunting, I guess, as it were, uh, with your wife over the last few weeks, and uh, I'm wondering uh, how that's coming along. Uh, You said the two of you were looking for a rental property, as I recall. Right. Good morning, Sandy. It's good to be here with you, as always. Um, Yeah, actually, um, you know what? We are closing on Monday. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I, know, I this, didn't know that. This, you know, we've been sitting here before the show for a few minutes, and you did not mention that. Uh, no, it, it came about really, really fast. It, it, was, um, it was pretty exciting. Um, we, uh, we found this house in the meadows, and we, um, Amy and I both, both loved it. Uh, the, the seller had taken really, really good care of it. It was like perfect location, perfect everything. Um, not a, not a big house, you know, right. just uh, under uh, 2000 square feet, but the rental demand in that area is really, really high. So we did the research. We thought, okay, we can rent this property for this amount. And, um, yeah, it, it, it turned out, it turned out really good. It's, you never know when you find the right property. It's like, okay, we got to move on this. And, and we did. So we are, we're closing on, uh, on Monday. Very much worth the wait, and I assumed along the way that you would have used a realtor. Is that right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I've, uh, you know, I've owned, uh, um, I've owned a fair amount of rent- rental properties in the past. Um, more earlier in my career than than right now, but for all the reasons I had mentioned, I th- I think it's a really really good time to get back into the rental rental market. And so, yeah, we used uh, we used a realtor, uh, one of the realtors you know we've <laughs> we've had on the show, and you know I kind of forgot what a realtor does and and how they earn their money and and how involved they are in the transaction, because not only do they negotiate and and have their um, skill set with the listing agent, um, and I think. You know, if I didn't use a realtor and I contacted the listing agent, I don't know if they'd have been as uh, as detailed with me. I, I, I think there would have been some resistance gone up. But an agent talking to an agent, and here's what's important to the seller, and here's what's important to us, the buyer. So I think there's sort of a collaboration between those two, and and that worked out really well because she was able to come back and say to us, all right, this is what you should do, and this is really important to the seller, and this is eh, maybe not as important to the seller. And, and and so she was really, really good. Plus, over the course of the, um, of the contract date, she's involved in the inspection. She's involved in, in the radon testing. She's involved in um, 
it's just every step of the way. So she has really, really earned her money. So we, we couldn't be happier. I've told the story about uh, how my sister and brother-in-law finally found the right realtor yeah. and closed on their house right away, but they went through several months with a realtor who wasn't as effective, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that's why they changed realtors. But it's interesting that you would say that, and it serves as a reminder to our listening audience, if you're so inclined, get a realtor. You're the president of one of the most highly respected mortgage companies in the region, perhaps in the country, and you use a realtor. I did. I absolutely wouldn't. You know, I know how to do that stuff, but I don't, I'm not comfortable with myself. It's not what I do every day, all day long. And and she does it. Um, uh, M- Michelle Buer, of course, uh, is who I'm talking about. And she was phenomenal. I mean, every step of the way, I don't know how they handle their workload. <laughs> I even asked her, how how were you able to handle all these closings and they're, all they're this They're serving stuff? multiple people oh, uh, at the yeah, same time. Yeah. Right? All, You're not the only customer. Absolutely not. And she said, well, yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do, and I love it, and, and what I do for a living. So, yeah, I, like I said, I could probably do it, but I don't want to do it. And plus, there, this listing agreement or the the sales contract, multiple multiple pages, and I, I'm uncomfortable. You know, you're entering into a big transaction, and I don't want to make a mistake. My wife and I did not want to make a mistake, so we trusted it over to a professional who. Um, yeah, here we are closing in a few days. How long was it? I know we've been talking about it for mm-hmm. several weeks. How long was it exactly that you uh, searched for the right property and found it? You know, it wasn't that long, Sandy. We, um, uh, I'm trying to think. It's been a couple months, so not right. that long. Right. Um, <clears throat> on occasion, we looked at some properties uh, early in the evening, and I told you we, we missed out on one that we really, really wanted. But we found this one, and I'll, I'll tell you the story later, but uh, we changed our tactic. We, um, <clears throat> we became a cash buyer, and I can tell you about that in, in a little bit. But we didn't have to look too long. So I would say to people, if you're looking for your primary residence or you're looking for a rental property, you know, prices have come down just a little. We'll talk but, about that in more detail okay. just a second yeah, here. It, that, that, good point. So, uh, no, it, it really wasn't that long. It's not like six months, eight months, whatever. Um, it, was, it was just fine. You have indicated, not just a few seconds ago, but throughout the last uh, few weeks, that housing prices are inching down just a little bit. They are. They are. You know what? It's, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon because, oh, four months, six months ago, we were talking about multiple offers. We were talking about property prices increasing. We were talking about uh, it was just getting so crazy that the sellers wanted to rent back a month or two, and they didn't want to pay. And people were saying, okay, I'll buy your house, inspection waived, or I'll buy your house, and, and this is waived, appraisal waived. Well, that that's not the case anymore. We we had an inspection and uh, <clears throat> and all that stuff that goes along with it, and the seller was just fine with it. This house that we purchased had recently come on the market, but I am seeing, because our realtor, this is a good point for our listeners, Sandy, that 
if you're interested in an area or maybe a certain zip code, your realtor can send you those properties uh, and you will get it just as soon as it comes on the market. And a realtor has no problem doing that. So you see it as soon as everybody in the real estate market sees it. So that's what she did for us. So we see these things right away and we say, okay, I want to look at this or this or I'll pass on these. So, but I have seen recently, Sandy, that price decrease, price decrease, price decrease, which I'm okay with that. You know what? If I feel that we've gotten a good deal, I'm okay with, with that. Maybe it's maybe it was priced too high in the beginning and now they're coming back. So if we feel we've gotten a good deal, then I'm okay with the price decreases as long as we can rent the property for a, a fair market value. So, uh, yes, they have come down a little bit. But, folks, I take it from me, I think it's a good time to buy. Is that the same with new builds, uh, such as a home from a builder, uh, Richmond, Toll Brothers? You know, that's a really good question because <clears> – <throat> Here's the here's the situation with with a builder. Let's say they have a development of 100 homes or 200 homes, what whatever the case. So you sell a home maybe 2 years ago or or even a year ago when prices were just crazy crazy. So now you've got more inventory that you want to sell, they don't want to lower their price because can you imagine if you bought that house a year ago at eight hundred thousand dollars, and now the builder low, lowers it to seven fifty, your 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 existing customer base is not very happy. So they don't they typically do not do that. Maybe they'll offer, um, okay, this is the price of the home, but we'll give you this for free. Or maybe if you use our mortgage company, we'll give you this for free. Or maybe we'll we'll upgrade something in the house. But they typically don't want to lower the prices. Now it's different with a, a buyer selling and a, and a and a I'm sorry a seller selling and a buyer wanting to buy, so it's it's different with the builders. So it's very hard to negotiate something less with a builder. We'll talk more about uh, these subjects and specifically uh, whether this is a good time to buy, as uh, Larry Jager and his wife just did. And we'll, of course, have uh, a little bit later on customer emails, all emails that have come in within the last week as the SCL Mortgage Show continues on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. As the SCL Mortgage Show continues on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan, I'm Sandy Cleft, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, alongside, as always, 303-790-2222 is the number for SCL Mortgage. They will call you right back. Yes, even on a weekend. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. Okay, Larry, I'm still curious as to why you think this is a good time to buy and uh, do it with respect to rental properties as uh, you did very recently with your family. Uh, absolutely, I do, Sandy. And, and let me explain to our listeners why. If you are currently renting, <clears throat> we know how expensive rents are. I mean, they're, they've probably never been this high in Colorado before or even in a lot of parts of the country. So if you are renting, please give us a call and we will do everything we can do. And trust me, we have a lot of different loan programs that can possibly make you a buyer. So if you don't own your primary residence, 
let's figure out a way to get you in there so you're paying your mortgage and not your landlord's mortgage. So a lot of things I read, Sandy, I think it's a good time to buy your primary residence, and I think it's a good time to buy a rental property. So several reasons. Yes, interest rates have gone up a little bit, okay, but you, you've you've got to jump in the market. You've got you've got to you got to know if you can qualify. You got got to know your credit. We got to we got to do all that so we know if we can get you into a property. But um, rents are high, like I just said, and most likely you can get that property to cash flow for you. See that that's that's everybody saying. Well, I want this property to cash flow. Well, okay, we want it to cash flow. So maybe you don't have to write a check each month to the mortgage company. But on the other hand, Sandy, first, the interest you're going to pay on your uh, the interest that you're going to pay on your mortgage is tax deductible. And second, so are the taxes. And second, so are HOA fees. And you can depreciate this rental property over 27 and a half years. So that adds a good number. So in our case, it wasn't cash flowing. It's probably not going to cash flow to the tune of a you know, maybe it's going to be a couple bucks less, but that's okay because we're getting such good tax write-offs on this between appreciation. So we figure we're probably somewhere in the 30 grand per year ahead. I mean, that's real money. You know, <laughs> that's, it's real money to it's us. It's the old saying, after a while, that's real money. <laughs> that's right. So, you say per year too. Per it year. Rolls over year to year, $30,000 saving. Absolutely. Absolutely. 2,500 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. To us, that's to us, that's real money. So, I, I, you know, maybe I'm bullish on real estate, and but I, I've done the math, and I know. And here's one other thing, Sandy. I would say to you, I'm reading over and over again. Builder confidence has dropped off because they're worried about inflation, they're worried about recession, they're worried about interest rates going up, maybe less buyers. So I think there's going to be less homes coming on the market. And which is a good thing for us that want to buy real estate. So all those factors considered, I I think it's a good time. You told me during the break that you have something called a 2-1 buy-down. Yes. Did I say that right? You got it. Absolutely right. Tell our listeners what that is. Okay. So these programs were popular, gosh, I don't even remember when, years and years ago, but you know, as markets change, interest rates go up, housing prices go up, we have such a thing called a 2-1 buy-down, where, you know, a couple of years ago, we had interest rates in the 3 or 4%. Now they're pushing 6%. So a 2-down buy-down, 2-1 buy-down works like this. For the first year, your mortgage payment is going to be 2% less than what it would be. So let's say if it's 6% now, it would be 4%. That's a that's a pretty big deal because sure it it's a lot less, and it's just human nature. When you buy a house or or buy a new build, you want to maybe have carpet or paint or drapery, or you're going to buy expenses or appliances or whatever. So that makes your mortgage payment less, and maybe it's easier to afford those things. So a two one that payment will be two percent less than what current market rates are. And then the second year, it'll be 1% less. And then the third year, it'll be what market rates are. Yeah. But it's already preset, pre, predetermined what it's going to be. So it gives the 
it gives the customer, gives the homeowner a little bit of a break for the first couple of years, making it easier on them and easier to uh, to acquire that home. That's a very good deal. It, it is. I'm glad you it explained really it. Yeah, uh, we've, uh, we've had it for a short time now, but it's it's catching on. I want to circle back because you said earlier that you had turned yourself into a cash buyer on your recent rental Correct. purchase. Yeah. And I, I remember your mentioning that a few weeks ago, and we all know the built-in advantages to that, but you spoke of changing tactics. <laughs> we right? did. We did. We, we, had to, we had to adapt because, oh, it was probably a month ago that we got beat out on our offer by a cash buyer. And, I mean, we really wanted this house. My wife was, she said, okay, honey, what are we going to do? And I said, okay, we're going to make ourselves a cash buyer. So we have a program that we can do that. So what it amounts to, without going into all the details, if we look at somebody who's got the appropriate FICO score or, or we can verify their down payment, whether it's a, you know, an FHA loan or a conventional loan at 5% down, or, or in our case, we had to put 20% down on a rental property. So as long as we can verify that, then we have a program where we can turn ourselves or any of our listeners into a cash buyer. So we submitted an offer that was cash to close in 12 days. We got the cash. We, the seller was more than happy because we beat out any other offers that they had on the property. And one other thing, um, you know, I just told you a, a while ago that um, <clears throat> some people during the one or two years ago wanted to rent back and wanted to, wanted to do it for free. Well, and here's something about a realtor. Our realtor found out from the listing agent that this seller wanted to rent back for 11 days. And I'm thinking, okay, 11 days, that, that's not the end of the world. But the, the, the key is, is that she had lived in this house for X number of years, and she didn't want to pay rent on it for 11 days. And I said, okay, I, I get the logic. You know, you made, you made your mortgage payments and you don't want to pay rent anymore. That's okay. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. So um, another reason to use a good realtor. So, yes, we had a cash offer, closed in, in uh, 12 days, and we got it. She, she liked us. We signed the offer. And, and like I said, we're going to close in a couple of days. Uh, forgive me, as has been well-established uh, since we started doing the show. I'm the novice here, and you're the expert. But the talk of being converted or moving yourself into the cash realm sounds a lot like your bridge loan program, uh, where contingency buyers can become cash buyers overnight and can be more competitive in the marketplace as a result. Uh, I'm probably oversimplifying this, but is there kind of a link between you're, the two? <laughs> you're a mortgage guy. It's surfacing, Sandy, I can tell you. So so we do have these two programs. We have what we call Cash Accept, that which we, my wife and I use to turn us into a cash buyer. And we also have a bridge loan. If people have a, an existing property uh, and they want to buy another property, but they have to sell the exiting house first to buy that property. So we take that all away. 
So in our case, we own a home, but we didn't use a bridge loan. We, we thought this other cash accept program would be better for us, but we do have that program. So what we can do is basically arrange a line of credit for somebody using the existing equity in their new home or the, the existing home and the one on the new home, put those two together and we can lend them up to 80, 75 to 80% of the value. So in most all cases, we have a line of credit there that they're able to tap into to buy that new home without any contingencies. And I understand you need a certain FICO, right, for that? We do. We do. On the uh, the cash accept, we have to have a 700 FICO. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Good point, yeah. Sandy. And then on the on the bridge loan, we're able to go just a little bit lower. But, yeah, we do have a certain FICO requirements on that. But sometimes people are really close, and sometimes we can help them and get that FICO score over. So if you think you're under it, don't don't hesitate to call us because there's lots of things we can do. Uh, back to your purchase of the rental property, how much money do you need to put down on that program? Okay, so on a rental property, we have to put 20% down. Which, you know, if you're going to buy a five dollars $600,000 house, that's a fair amount of money. So I would say to people, but I, I should also say, if you're buying your primary residence, then it's 3.5% down on an FHA or 0% down on a, on a VA loan and 5% on a conventional. So let's say you take, you want to buy a rental property and it's $600,000, so 20% is obviously $120,000. So... Maybe you have that, maybe you don't. But then I would think with all the appreciation that we've gotten over the past several years, you probably have that equity in your own home. So one one thing to think about is, okay, you've got all this equity. And over the past several years, we've gone from, I mean, 100 to 200, 400, 500, something thousands of dollars of equity in your own, in your home. So maybe we could take that equity and put it to work, right? Maybe it's a second. Maybe it's a HELOC. Maybe it's a something. And you can use that equity to buy another property. And, and I will tell you, we use that to some degree because we thought we got all this equity in our house. And, yeah, sometimes you want to get it paid off and you don't ever want a loan on it. But we thought there's so much equity. Let's put it to work. Let's put it to work and then – and my wife is big time onto this appreciation. This sure. house is going to appreciate, um, we hope, a lot, plus all the tax write-offs we can get. So we did the math, and it made perfect sense. She bought off on it. I was I was gung-ho for it, so it, uh, it all worked out. Well, we'll work on some customer emails. And again, they've all been received by Larry and SCL Mortgage within the last week. That's coming up next as the SCL Mortgage Show rolls on right here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Now it's time for our weekly email segment. These are customer emails that have come in to SCL Mortgage over the past week. 303-790-2222 is the number to call, and myspecialmortgage.com is uh, the website. And once again today, Larry, have a batch of emails, and we'll get right to them. Okay. So the first one is from, excuse me, Grant who said, uh, very simply, I'm trying to figure out what your rates are for a 30-year fixed-rate loan right now. And he said, I don't need a phone call right now. All I need is an email. 
All right, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, we're we're happy to happy to respond any way uh, we can, Grant. And um, you know, here we are in seventeenth um, of March, right? And we heard that the Fed's probably going to raise rates again next week. Okay. So, you know, I. <laughs> I, I don't want to say that, but it's probably the truth, and and you guys need to know that. So I'm saying, if you if you want to lock in a rate, give right. us a call. It's probably a good time to do that. So, okay, so we got another one from David who said, Larry, we hear you talking. We heard you talking last week about down payments on a rental property. How about on a primary residence? Oh, okay. Well, I just mentioned that. I, I hope you're listening today, David. So. If you are a veteran, you can buy a house with, with no down payment. If you are looking for an FHA loan, you can do that with 3.5% down. And if you're looking for a conventional loan, you can do that with as little as 10% down. So I, I, I'm sorry, I just misspoke, I, with 5% down. And if you're looking for a jumbo loan, we still have jumbo loans with as little as 10% down. So still lots of good options out there, David. So uh, thanks for the email. <clears throat> okay, so this is from Travis, who said, we own a home in Colorado and wanted to buy a home in Nebraska for our son and then our daughter while they're attending college. Well, we probably know the college they're going to, right, Sandy? So, um, Didn't they just fire their football coach? Yeah, they did. <laughs> well, you know, Husker fans are, I mean, that runs through their blood. It doesn't matter what happens. They're Husker fans. You mean 16 and 31 won't cut it for a head coach? <laughs> no. Getting at no that. But seriously, time. you do operate in Nebraska. We do. We operate in 11 states right now, 12 states, I'm sorry. And we operate in Nebraska. And, um, you know, a lot of people do that. Rather than your son or daughter paying rent or maybe they don't want to live in, in a dorm room. So you can buy a house and they can live in it. And maybe they want to have a roommate or two or three that they can get some rent from. And maybe you can actually pay for that house with the rental income. So it's a really, really good deal. Um, Travis, I, 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 I like your idea and you're on the right track. And, and if your son and daughter are going to go there over uh, whatever uh, seven year or I guess his daughter is a little bit less. So maybe it's a six year period. So um, then you're going to have some appreciation going on. So good for you. Um, This came from Melissa. She said, Larry, we heard you talking about rental properties. I'm all for that, but my husband is pretty conservative, and he is resisting. So could you have a call with him? And, (laughs) yeah, of course we would. Of course. You know, that happens in, in situations one spouse is, let's go, let's go. Just like in our family, we were both gung-ho about this. But sometimes people are more conservative, and that's perfectly fine. So if we have that conversation, we can show the benefits of having uh, rental properties, and, and and we can have that conversation with both of you. So um, that's the best we can do is show you the, the advantages, and if you think there are disadvantage, disadvantages, we can talk about that as well. So thank you for the uh, uh, email, Melissa. This came from Raul, who said, we need cash to pay off some unexpected medical bills. Can you help us? Well, yes, more than likely we can, Raul. Thank you for the 
for the email. You know what? Sometimes life happens. It, it, it just does. And bills come out of nowhere. And, you know, I, I can say from, from my own experience about six months ago, I had something happen to me. I had to spend a week in a hospital. And, oh, my gosh, you can't imagine the, the, the bills that came out of it. And fortunately, our insurance was able to cover most everything. So I, I, I get it, Raul. So, yeah, we'll, uh, I'm sure a loan officer's called you, and we're going to figure out a way to help you with that un- unexpected expense. Okay, this came from Sergio Sandy, who said, I'm self-employed, and I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I need a bank statement loan, but our builder said they don't offer them. Do mm-hmm. I have to use their mortgage company? <clears throat> excuse me. So um, that's a really, really good question, Sergio. So you don't have to use the builder's mortgage company. Of course, they'd like you to. Maybe they even offer some incentives, if you would. But no, if they don't offer bank statement loans, we do, and we would be more than happy to help you out. In fact, I don't know of any builder's mortgage company that offers bank statement loans. So we're your guy. We're the Thank you for the email, and, and we're going to help you out. So, okay, um, this is from Remy, who said, um, Larry, I am writing to tell you my husband and I heard you on the radio several times. We weren't sure about your company, but we have heard Sandy Cloth for years. There you go, Sandy. For years, so we thought we would give you a try. So we reached, we reached Gina, who's been super helpful with us in every way, and we are about to close our loan with SEL Mortgage. Wonderful. That's, that's fantastic. Thanks for the um, – you're not a new customer, but thanks for the, for the email taking the time to do it. Gina is one of our top loan officers. She's a, she's really good. And talk about a person who works. I mean, she's seven days a week and, and she will not, um, she just doesn't take any time off. So good for you. Thanks, uh, Remy. Um, <clears throat> do we have time for one, one more? more? Okay. This came from Zachary who said, good morning. I'm self-employed and I own a custom home building company. I'm interested in learning more about your options for construction loans, for a second on my home, uh, building in Summit County, and maybe your bank statement loan as well. So, um, Zachary, it sounds like you've been listening for a while. You know a lot about our program. So we do have the construction loans, we do have bank statement loans, and we do have seconds or HELOCs on your current home. So hopefully we can help you out. It sounds like we've got a lot of possibilities here. So we appreciate the phone call, and um, I'm sure you've got a contact or have got a a loan uh, loan officer contact you. So yeah, I see this came in this week. So I'm sure that happened. Grant, David, Travis, Melissa, Raul, Sergio, Remy, and Zachary, our thanks. And again, Larry, remind people if they are so inclined. Again, uh, how do they email? You know. That, that's a great question, Sandy. We haven't talked about that in a while. On just about every page on our website, uh, scroll down to the bottom, All right. and it will say <clears throat> name, email, and contact information if you want. And then there's a cute little thing that you have to add six plus one, so <laughs> we know you're not a not a um, uh, we're not a robot, and, uh, and <laughs> right. you do that, and it's going to come into us, and and we'll get a 
get a call out to you right away. All right. Very good. Uh, again, our thanks to our emailers. We'll have a fresh batch next week. All emails coming in uh, within the past seven days. Here as we continue, the SCL Mortgage Show right here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. And as we wrap up yet another edition of the SCL Mortgage Show for this 17th day of September 2022, Sandy Clough and Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. We covered a lot of ground today. We appreciate the emails you've sent in. Uh, Larry, uh, we have some of our uh, best conversations sometimes during the break. Yeah. We try to uh, recreate them on the air at times. Uh, and during the break just now, you were telling me about yet another program. Uh, uh, and maybe you've had this for a while, um, but... It's called the Lock and Shop Program. What's that all about? Yeah, we, we have had it for a little while, Sandy. I don't know that we've talked about it for uh, in, the, in the recent weeks, so thanks for uh, asking me about it. So we have this program that, you know, typically in, prior to Lock and Shop, you would lock an interest rate for 30 days or 45 days or whatever it was uh, for enough time to close your loan or for the, um, for the contract to close your loan on a purchase. So now we have something where you can actually lock your rate up for 120 days without a property. So you can lock it in as interest rates seem to be continuing to go up. So you can lock it. Don't have to worry about if they go up. And we can lock it on what we call a TBD. So property to be determined. If you haven't found a property yet, that's okay. Lock it go out and find that property and you can lock it for 120 days. Hopefully in that time you can find your property. But in the event that you can't, we can still extend that lock for 30 days and then another 30 days. So it's actually uh, 120 plus plus 60. So we got a lot of time, almost uh, what, six months to uh, <laughs> to go find that property. So um, we really like this and, and it puts buyers at ease knowing that they don't have to worry about interest rates going up. It's a great program. Well, um, again, uh, if you have any further questions, 303-790-2222 is the number for SCL Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com is uh, the website. And uh, I want to go back a week because uh, for those who missed the show, it's available via podcast. Yes. And last week we went over in some detail every loan program you yeah. offer. So I would advise our listeners again that they can either call you or listen to that podcast right. for more information, right? Yeah, and, and there's there's two ways to access that in as you know, Sandy, it's on 104.3 The Fan. I downloaded the app. It's on my phone. And and you activate the app, go to podcasts, and they're right there. Everything we've talked about. And last week, you're right. We talked about every single one of our loan programs. Or you can even go to our uh, myspecialmortgage.com. And Carrie's done a really good job. All the podcasts are there. Everything that we've ever done on shows that we've done going back to April of seventeen. You're right. So, gosh, five and a half years. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've talked about a lot. <laughs> so it's all there. Everything you want, and 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 everything is labeled so you know what it's about. So there's there's a lot, a lot of good shows on there. 
Larry, you told me uh, recently that the engineer in your office building uh, was fixing something in your office recently, this week, I guess. Yeah. And he said, aren't you the guy here on the radio every Saturday morning? <laughs> so yeah. your voice is quite distinctive. And, uh, I guess. The engineer is able to put a name and face to the voice he hears every Saturday morning. Yeah, it, it was a it was a compliment. And, and, you know, Andy, I can't tell you how many times I was in um, – where was I? I think I was in Walgreens getting a, a shot. Maybe it was a flu shot. Right. And I'm and I'm talking to this guy, and he said, "Geez, your voice is familiar. Are, are you are you the guy on with Sandy Clough?" And I said, "Yeah, that that would be me. I've been uh, I've been really blessed to to do this with Sandy for five years." And and the guy, the engineer, um, they were fixing something in my office because it was kind of cool in there. And we talked for a little bit, and, and right away he said, "Oh." I know you. You're that guy on the radio with Sandy Clough. <laughs> and he said, it was kind of interesting. He said, I don't like listening to music all the time. So most of the time I'm turning in, tuning into the fan and listening to you guys talk and, you know, on the weekends listening to us. So it's, <laughs> um, it, it's very complimentary. I'm so lucky that I have been able to form this relationship with you, Sandy. I'll, I'll never forget it. And being able to educate our listeners on, on mortgages. Well, uh, let's... Also give credit to uh, our our friends at uh, Bonneville International who run our station and uh, the station people themselves, uh, including our uh, very good friends, uh, Nancy and Stacy, who have uh, uh, helped create this program for us, uh, that we've basically for five and a half years stuck to the same time every week yeah so it becomes appointment listening we aren't doing the show at different times and confusing people that way it's seven to eight a.m every saturday right here on denver sports station 104.3 the fan all right you knew i'd ask this question because <laughs> we haven't asked it okay. so far during the course of the program what are the rates where are they going you always tell our listeners the truth. You touched on it a few minutes ago. You think within the next week or so, interest rates will go up again. Um, again, we're asking you to do some crystal ball gazing, but is the increase going to be dramatic, not much, or somewhere in between? Oh, gosh. I would like to say they're coming down, but I, I, uh, you know, I got to tell the truth. they Everything leading to the Fed meeting, I think it's next week, they're talking about another probably 75 basis point hike. Now, that doesn't mean a 75 basis point hike or rates are going to go up 75 uh, or or 75 percent. Right. But it does equate to something less, but still going up. So my suggestion is to give us a call, maybe do a lock and shop and lock that interest. That's a in. great program for it this is. particular time in our history. It it's yeah. it's a really really good program right now, and every <clears throat> excuse me everything I read said that um, um, interest rates are going to go up. Now I would I, I want to say this, Sandy, because I have heard on the radio there's a company out there advertising uh, FHA loans at three point three five percent, and if you if you listen at the very end, there's this very fast talking guy. <laughs> of course, who said, as always, as always, 
FHA 15-year fixed, you know, 3.35%, APR 3. whatever, whatever. That's in 34 years, Sandy, we have never closed an FHA 15-year <laughs> loan. And I won't do that. I'm not going to say we have this and this, and then when you call, well, maybe we don't have that. No, I, I'm just not going to do it. Maybe their philosophy is a little bit different. What they do, that's up to them. But if you call us, we're going to tell you, tell you exactly what the rates are for every single program, and there's no smoke and mirrors. There's no anything. It's just the truth, always the truth. No strings attached. No, absolutely not. Uh, I, I would never let one of our loan officers do that. And, and it's not fair to the customer. You know, if you call and want this program, well, okay, you can have that. But there's no – it's got down payment – I'm, I'm sorry. It's got mo- private mortgage insurance right. on it. Right. And it's not in your best interest. So we have a lot, a lot of programs, many of which could be in your best interest. And that's what we're going to talk to you about. Larry, I don't often say this to you, but uh, you said you wanted to talk about the Monday night football game. Why on earth would you want to talk about that? <laughs> it's the first time I've ever said, why on earth do you, do you want to talk about something on this program? Well, I, you know, I get to spend an hour plus with you every week, Sandy, and I, I know, I know you, you are who you are, and you know everything about that game. So <laughs> now the good news is this week we get to play uh, Houston and hopefully we're going to redeem ourselves. But, uh, yes. But um, I, uh, we've made, my wife and I are sitting there watching, what are we doing? Why are we doing <laughs> this? Why don't you we? You and hundreds of thousands of others. Oh, If yes. not millions. I, I think there might have been around the country. Because I've been listening to some of the national commentators this week, including people who have football backgrounds, and they couldn't make any sense of what happened in the final one minute and 11 seconds of that game on Monday night. Not that the previous 59 minutes had been magical for the Broncos by any means. They lost the game for many reasons. That's just one of them. But, of course, people remember bad clock management because it's happened so much before. Over the last five years, years, maybe even six years, clock management has not been a notable Broncos strength. No. Don't – maybe this is a silly question, but aren't there, like, analytics people in the booth that can hear – talk to the coach? You would think they would utilize those people. They do have an analytics department. But this is one instance in which common sense and analytics converge, yeah. and they agree. Right, the right. analytics say it would have made more sense to go for it on fourth and five. Common sense, traditional coaching strategy, no matter what your philosophy may be, says go for it on fourth and five every time. And the bizarre thing about it was that Coach Hackett said the next day that, uh, well, Maybe if Javante Williams hadn't gained so much yardage <laughs> I didn't on third down, understand they, they would have gone for it because they would have been outside the 46-yard line of Seattle, some artificial uh, demarcation point right. uh, where if they only got to the 47, they wouldn't kick the field goal. But since they got to the 46, that was the percentage play. And, of course, as we all know now, uh, it was not. But, uh, uh, Larry, you always play the percentages uh, the right way, and we appreciate your time today. This was 
not that we have bad shows, hopefully, but this was one of our better ones today. I, Very I informative. Think so. it, it was it was really good. We touched on a lot of things and um and um yeah, my wife and I are anxious to close our house in two days. Well, good luck to you. We'll uh talk to you as uh new rental. Okay owners next week next week uh, when we uh, reconvene on the 24th right here with more on the scl mortgage show sandy cleft for larry jager 303-790-2222 is the number myspecialmortgage.com is the website this is denver sports station 104.3 the fan Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 